This is AgriPulse Daybreak West for Thursday, October 17th. Good morning. I'm Jeff Daly. Here's today's headlines. State Board approves CB salts. Another trade war? And BLM sage-grouse plans are on hold. State Water Board narrowly approves CB salts plan. After a decade of contentious negotiations, those involved are saying CB salts is not perfect and no one is satisfied, but the plan must move forward. The State Water Board approved the salt and nitrate plan yesterday by a vote of 3 to 1 with one member absent. Agricultural groups support the plan. California Rice Commission CEO Tim Johnson called it momentous and said the industry is very anxious to get started. Yet a number of environmental groups and social justice advocates entered the discussion at the last minute, pleading with the board yesterday to narrow the timeline for completion and add the required milestones. They said 45 years was too long to wait for safe and affordable drinking water. Debbie Ors of the Community Water Center pointed to a UC Davis finding that 80% of the two-layer basin will already be impacted by nitrates in 30 years. She added that the Aggressive Sustainable Groundwater Management Act has just a 20-year timeline. Tess Dunham, who has shepherded the coalition from its inception, was surprised the board allowed the late comments. She defended the timeline, arguing it gives the Central Valley Board the discretion to decide if individual dischargers should be allowed the full 35 years to comply and if they would need the additional 10-year extension. Initially, the plan had proposed 50 years. Models have shown that immediately halting discharge and ag operations and aggressively treating groundwater would still take several decades to complete. In approving the plan, the board also removed the 10-year extension. The dissenting voice was Doreen Didamo, who serves as the board's agriculture member. She compared the plan to her work on a zero-emission vehicle initiative during her tenure on the Air Resources Board. ARB was not able to meet the standard it had set out due in part to technology restrictions. Without any information showing the CV Salts plan is attainable, Didamo feared agriculture would be forced into a similarly difficult position. I don't have hope with this, she argued. It's going to be another nail in the coffin. People in the industry are going to be saying farming in California just doesn't make any sense. Didamo requested the Central Valley Board perform a technology review both before implementing the plan and then every five years to determine if the goal is feasible. Central Valley Board Executive Officer Patrick Palupa emphasized that many of the concerns presented in the hearing will be ironed out over the next year as his team implements the plan. The plan will also go through a complete renovation every 10 to 15 years, providing an opportunity for stakeholders to check in and again negotiate the policies. You can read the full background on the CV Salts at AgriPulse.com. Trump. U.S. can't lose in EU tariff war. The U.S. is preparing to hit billions of dollars of EU products with tariffs, including a lot of dairy and other ag commodities. At one minute after midnight, President Donald Trump says if the Europeans hit back, it'll be a tariff war. He is confident the U.S. will win. During a press conference yesterday with Italian President Sergio Mattarella, Trump told reporters the U.S. cannot lose a war of tariffs because the imbalance is so great between the United States and, in this case, the European Union. 
The U.S. earlier this month won the right to the retaliatory tariffs at a WTO fight over EU subsidies for Airbus. The EU expects to win a similar fight to hit the U.S. with tariffs thanks to a separate WTO victory on U.S. subsidies for Boeing. There's still time to avoid the tariffs, both presidents said. We're talking with some new people in Europe, and I hope it's going to be successful, Trump said. Corteva commits a half million dollars to climate challenge. Corteva AgriScience, which is leading a discussion among industry executives, farmers, conservationists, and others on how to address climate change, is committing $500,000 to help farmers experiment with new climate-positive practices that reduce greenhouse gases. Corteva CEO Jim Collins announced the pledge yesterday at a World Food Price Symposium in Des Moines, Iowa. Collins said the money would be seed capital for a fund to reward efforts that offset emissions in ways that make farms sustainable. The ultimate goal is to get carbon-saving practices implemented on a broader scale, he said. Now keep in mind, Collins has convened four meetings over the past year involving industry leaders, non-government organizations, and others on the climate issue, including a meeting earlier this week at the company offices outside Des Moines. Few details of the meetings have been released. But one attendee, David Festa of the Environmental Defense Fund, described this week's meeting as substantive and included a good mix of key players on the climate issue. Judge Nixes BLM sage-grouse plans for inadequate analysis. A federal judge in Idaho halted implementation of Bureau of Land Management plans covering millions of acres of greater sage-grouse habitat in six western states. U.S. District Judge Lynn Windmill's order prevents plans covering land in Idaho, Wyoming, Colorado, Utah, Nevada, Northwestern California, and Oregon from going into effect. Cattle ranchers call the order an example of judicial activism, while environmentalists who had filed the lawsuit cheered the decision. You can read our story at agripulse.com. WTO considers measures to appease U.S. on judges. The World Trade Organization countries hoping to satisfy U.S. criticisms of WTO appeal at judges and convince the U.S. to stop blocking nominees are now looking to a new proposal by an appointed facilitator, New Zealand Ambassador David Walker. Walker's possible solution for overcoming the impasse, as it was described by a Geneva official, addresses multiple U.S. concerns, such as WTO judges exceeding their authority and issuing advisory opinions. But it's still not clear if the WTO is willing to approve Walker's proposals. It is now up to members to see how they wish to take this matter forward, he said at a General Assembly meeting. Well, here's today's He Said It. The real big source is agriculture, and there's no off-the-shelf thing that we can do. There isn't even the expensive option. That Patrick Palupa of the Central Valley Water Board on the hurdles ahead for solving salt and nitrate pollution in the valley. Well, that's Daybreak West for this Thursday, October 17th, brought to you by FMC. For the latest news out of Washington, D.C., visit AgriPulse.com. For AgriPulse Daybreak West, I'm Jeff Nally.